Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Black Girls Keto 2. I am your host, Wendy Featherston, and I am excited to bring you this episode. This episode is epic. OMG. Today, we will be talking about how my relationship with food has drastically changed. That's right. My relationship with food has drastically changed and I want to share with you all all of the things that I've noticed about my relationship with food, all of the things that I have noticed about myself in this realization of my the differences between my relationship with food and I want to know have you noticed if your relationship with food has changed and if so how right how so stay tuned and we are going to jump right in to my relationship with food has drastically changed. Alrighty, we are going to jump into this episode and the title again is My Relationship with Food Has Drastically Changed. Oh my. So I really um, wanted to talk to everyone about this. And, you know, this is a podcast and I actually, you know, it's a, a really a monologue, right? But I want this to become a dialogue. So I am encouraging you all to send me messages once you listen to this and to Let's create conversation around this um, topic. And I think it is very important for us um, to really chart changes along our releasing journey, right? It is very important for our weight releasing to be sustainable and you know i my relationship with food has drastically changed in a positive way that's right it was it's very positive and i am excited that i have the wherewithal to really notice right notice the change And I think with, you know, all of the being, you know, quarantine, shutting, whatever, the the whole thing of being and having time, um, not being busy with like things, right? And not finding things to busy ourselves with, but actually taking time to sit with myself and to focus and go inward, um, I I really have found some really exciting things about myself that I'm just like, "Eh, yay, me, right? And so 
I am, this is celebratory. This is celebratory. I want to celebrate and I am celebrating, but I want you to celebrate along with me um, about my, my, my shift. It, it really is. And it's drastic. It is drastic. So one day I was um, sitting around the house and I was bored and I was like, what am I going to do now? Not that I have a lack of things to do because there's always something to do, like recording podcast episodes, right? (laughs) But it was, it was just, it just was, I didn't feel like doing much of anything. And so normally, you know, um, I would, and out of boredom, I would, would find something to snack on keto or not, just find something to snack on, um, to give myself something to do. Right. Um, normally I would, you know, do some things. I don't know, but I, what I do know is food would have played a major part um in the boredom you know am i don't you know i hope i i know i'm not the only one that um you know would you know eat out of boredom right there are different types of eaters some people are stressed eaters some people are anxious eaters some people eat out of boredom some people are habitual eaters and um so so yeah so knowing that at one point that was what I would do, right? That's not who I am or was. It was just something that I did. And what I realized when the light bulb went off was when I didn't have the first thought be, oh, eat something. Won't you go find some, you know, some pork rinds or, you know, whatever, some sunflower seeds right and then I I, I was I was good there that wasn't the really big ta-da that really wasn't the big ta-da the big ta-da for me came just in sitting and thinking how like girl you just do not feel the same way about food I I had um my daughter came to stay with us a couple of, for a week um and she was you know uh, what are y'all eating for breakfast what do you eat for dinner what is, what's for lunch what and we're like uh yeah we don't know we don't think about food like that nor do we eat that many meals so you know we eat one meal a day basically we my wife makes bulletproof um, chai tea, we have that at some point along the day. It's not first thing in the morning, maybe 12, 1, somewhere around there, depending upon how long we're fasting um, or doing intermittent fasting. And then it is, you know, 6, 7 o'clock maybe before we eat, you know, and there's no time. Right. There is no specific time for us to eat. We are off of the time to eat clock. We don't punch that clock anymore. 
And it was that moment when, when someone else outside of our household came in and that was the focus on food. And it made me realize how much I used to focus on food. My daughter was like, well, mom, you don't eat this. Like, no. And I don't eat a big breakfast. I don't eat um, lunch. I'm not fixated on food anymore. And that's huge, right? That is huge for me. When I tell y'all, I was the person, I was the girl who, when I traveled, I always sought to see the world through food. I wanted to go where the locals went, were lived and experienced the areas in which I traveled that way through food. I think food is a great connector. I think food is a, you know, a draw of people and you can learn so much from people by what they eat. But that's no longer my story. Now, can I still do that once traveling is a thing again? Yes, but in such a different way. It's it, it it's it's not it's not my my main source of focus. And so I I really I was really I was really in awe and I was very proud of myself to to say hey, no, I don't want to eat. And she wanted to make breakfast. And, you know, she was like, well, I'm going to make some sausage just in case y'all want some. Well, don't because we don't eat out of habit. And what I don't do is having food laying around, um, just sitting around, you know, just in case. No, it's not, not in case we don't want it. And it was at that moment when I realized that, yo, sis, <laughs> this is the conversation I had with myself, y'all. Yo, sis, you know you don't think about food the same way? And I was like, no, I don't, girl. Like, right? That was like, <laughs> that was the conversation, y'all. I had with myself and I was like so geeked and so stoked I was like yo this is really cool and you know this may not be big for some people some of y'all may not have ever thought about your relationship with food because it is a relationship some people have a love-hate relationship with food some people have you know that's my good girlfriend right with food of some sort and I know you know food comforted me um at for at different intervals of my life um for, for going through different things and that's no longer the case when I tell you it is drastic, it really is drastic. Now, I don't even know when the shift happened. I can't tell you when the shift took place. I can't. What I can tell you is I noticed that it happened. And that is the exciting part. That's the exciting part for me because when you can 
notice changes that take place that really is a mental change, right? Because that is a mental change. Even though it's a physical thing with the eating of the food, but it's a mental change that took place, right? It, it's it's a mental change. It is a change that took place in my mind. Somewhere along this journey, my mind and body connection linked up at the same time. Like it was it like it was synchronized and yeah and 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 they were on the same page at the same time which created the change and so in the noticing of that i am in awe of myself and i celebrate the fact that change has happened and i am like Oh my goodness. <laughs> like I don't know. I am really excited and it it's it's huge for me. It's huge for me. Um even in my cooking, y'all. I I don't I don't want the same things anymore. I don't I I I just I don't have the same viewpoint that I once had about food. I really do look now at food as being nourishment and fuel for the body um, versus pleasurable, right? Versus pleasurable. Um, and I, and what, what, what do you mean by that, Wendy, right? What do you mean food not being pleasurable? I just don't, feel the same way um about eating than I like I did before so here's here's what I mean right let me break it down so before food was a, it, like eating and preparing my food was a whole ritual it was like a whole thing honey I, I I go in the kitchen and you know I'm well before we even get to the kitchen honey we thinking about it we thinking about oh what we gonna cook how we gonna cook it mm, yes what it's gonna taste like so we have this whole scenario playing in our minds right our, our minds I, I, it, it starts in your mind you 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 evoke all of your senses so let's 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 go here. Let's let's think about holiday cooking, Thanksgiving. All right, you already know the things that you want, and so you play it out in your mind. And oh my God, the macaroni and cheese with all of the cheese is gonna be cheesy and good, and the 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 dressing. You have all of this in your mind, so you think about each thing separately and then you think about them on your plate oh a little bit of that candy yam juice hit them um hit that mac and cheese and the greens oh yes right be it keto or not that's that 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 that's your all of it starts in your mind then you go and you do the act of cooking or preparing if you're a cook 
It's different if you're not a cook, but if you're a cook, and I'm only talking about me, it may be different for y'all, but I'm talking about me. So let's, let me talk about Wendy, how, right? Let's talk about Wendy. So then I get, I would get excited about the preparation of the food that I had already thought about. I already knew what I expected. So I set up a level of expectancy in my mind, right? I set it up, thought about it. I felt it. I, I smelt it, right? I evoked all of my senses. So now it comes the ritual of the preparing of the food. You know, how you, you know, boil your cauliflower, your, you know, whatever you're doing, right? For your mac and cheese and, you know, the, the, the getting together of the cinnamon and gathering ingredients. And it, it just, it's a ritual. Everybody who cooks has a ritual, right? And for those who don't cook, you have a ritual of making your plate. That's that's where your ritual come in, right? because you know how you want that plate set up. So it's, it's all ritual, right? And then it is the sitting down of that plate. You, because you set the expectation, you made the intention, you set that in, put that intention out there that you want that food to taste good and you cooked it with love and you made your plate with love. You expect it to taste the way you did in your mind, right? And when you sit down and you're like, oh my God, yes, here it is. It's so orgasmic. And that's what, that's it right there. Food, it's, it's just like sex. It's just like sex for, you know, sex is 90% in your mind. And the other 10% is the act that thereof. You think about it, you, you, Think about what you want to feel, how you want to feel, what you're going to do, you know, the tricks and things that you're going to pull out and swing it from the chandelier. Food, for me, (laughs) was the same way. Um, And I know it's the same way for a lot of my coaching clients. And so it is orgasmic when you get that, you know, plate in front of you and then you take your, you know, you put a little mac and cheese and a candy yam juice and the collard greens and, you know, keto cornbread. Like, it, it, it's just like a, a thing. Baby, hold on. Let me tell y'all something. I've been let down and not let down, but it's not the same. It is so not the same for me anymore. Food is not orgasmic. I don't get, I I love cooking and I always will love cooking. I still love feeding people, but it's so different. It's so different. It's just like, uh, you ever, y'all ever been with somebody and you anticipate, um, the act of of making love being great and it's just like mm, mediocre yeah that's how i felt right (laughs) right and it's a good thing um for me because i'm just like wow wendy you don't have that same view of food and you don't have that same um It's just not the same in such a way to 
the point where it is it's controlling it's not controlling anymore hmm all right so I'm just coming into my own discovery right here right now as I'm talking to you it's not controlling it's not controlling anymore and yeah Mm -hmm. it's not controlling and that's good (laughs) I am excited that I get to control when I eat what I eat how much of it that I eat yeah I'm, I'm I'm really I'm really excited that 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 it is it's that for me um hmm yeah y'all I I I'm just sitting here and I'm very proud of myself I am very happy to have noticed I am very um happy to notice the change. I really am happy about the noticing of the change because I think and know and believe that when you notice the change, you can continue in the change. Y'all heard me? When you notice the change, you can continue in the change. All right, I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. When you notice the change, you can continue in the change. All right? So, what I mean by that is, if you never notice... So, we are talking about change and... Noticing change, and I am brought to a song that I'm brought to a song that, um, from from my old church days, um, a change, a change has come over me. Um, who is that? The Hawkins, Tremaine Hawkins. I wish I could sing. I would sing it for y'all, but I can't, so I ain't even gonna do that to y'all. But um, so. I am, the, 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 the song says, a change, a change, oh, a change has come over me, right? And so I am just talking about change and how the ch- change of noticing my relationship with food, right? And what I stated was, if you've never noticed a change, then you won't be able to continue um, in that thing. So here's what I mean. You know, your mind is a, a marvelous thing. And I think that it takes for you noticing the change in order for the change to stick and be sustainable. And you have to be... Like, all right, let's let's do this. In noticing change, right, to notice change, you have to really be tapped in, tuned in, and turned on to your body. 
you have to be mindful of your body and mindful of what's going on. So I know I, w- I was coaching with a, a client um, a couple of weeks ago and I was talking to her and asking her, you know, what things have she noticed about her weight releasing journey outside of the scale and clothes fitting differently? What things, what things do you feel like have changed for you? And she, you know, was going on to say that she felt her body feeling better. Um, She slept better. She could move more. She had more movement and, 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 and felt good doing it. And so what I said to her was like, those are the things that you should focus on right? Those are the things that you should focus on because those are positive changes. And, you know, when you, when you can recognize or when you do recognize change, the changes that have happened, um, for you going through your keto journey and you can then chart them and say, Oh, all right, this, this works better for me. I feel better when I do this. And so tapping into those things actually helps to shift your mind on other things, right? But it is all about tapping into you. I don't believe that I would have noticed the change with my eating if I didn't get still and go within, if I didn't really tap into who I am, like that whole mind-body connection, right? I, I really don't, I really don't think that had I, you know, been busy or busying myself with other things that I really would have not noticed. I really wouldn't have noticed the change of, of, of my relationship with food and how drastically it's changed, right? And so that's the same thing that I said to my, my client. I was like, sis, Queen, listen, just, just, just note the things that you can do. So I am encouraging you all to move away from the scale, move away from really what you see in the mirror, because that will all come once your mind is shifted. When you can see changes that are that are taking place when you can notice changes that are taking place in your body that is not physical right it's not a physical change so to speak it's a mental change so even though for me food and eating right the is we're talking about food but but more so we're talking about my relationship with food see the relationship it, with my with food is different than eating the food even though they are connected it's different right it's so totally different because when you have a relationship with something you 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 do you, you treat it differently so I, I i really want you all to really get a little notebook and 
move away from the diet mentality. See, this is not diet mentality, right? This is totally not diet mentality, not in the least, because we are not focusing on a scale. We are not focusing on a size. We are not focusing on measurements. We're not focusing on calories. We're not focusing on macros, none of that. Right now today, in order for you to see a change, you have to shift your focus on you, go inward. And so I encourage you to get a book, write down things that you've noticed, pay attention, pay attention to the magnificent body that you have. Pay attention to what that magnificent body can do. Pay attention and write it down. Write about how you feel. Write about how well you sleep, right? Write those things down. How does your body feel when? What have you noticed that you couldn't do before that you can do now? See, I think what happens is, especially for me, is that I'm, I do things and then I really wasn't paying attention. But it, when you go back and look at it, you, you're like, hey, I couldn't squat like that before. And now I'm squatting. And we do it. We do it. Our mind, our mind and bodies are like magnificent. And we will have um, a guest a host next week or the next podcast episode. I'm going to stop saying next week because... You know, it may or may not be next week, but the next podcast episode for real um, about how the mind body connection works. I think for me and 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 really tapping into the mind body connection has been um, very um, transformational for me. And so I, I, I feel like when you can the mind. Well, I, I'll say this. The mind and body connection makes a difference because the body will do what the mind tells it to do. And you don't have to tell your mind or your body to do it. So when the when the mind feels safe enough to do it, you know, and if there's no resistance there, it does it. So that's why you can do things like squatting if you couldn't squat or running or walking further because your mind has already told your body oh we can do this right we can do this that's what your mind told your body so your body so your body does it and because we are not tapped in to our bodies we just do it and not ever pay attention to it and so you have to really like look at be be on the lookout for the things that you um are doing now that you didn't do before physical things right physical things again looking at your you know relationship with food you know, looking at how your body moves now versus how it moved before. Looking at, you know, 
the 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 way you sleep like you know do you sleep better do you feel inclined to move more right and just you know moving more are you doing certain exercises things like that i think when you tap into your body and when you tap into when you connect the two when you have a mind body connection you will totally see a difference in how your body reacts and how you show up um it's powerful it's powerful y'all and i i really um encourage you to just just keep a little journal of you know things it doesn't have to be a long elaborate list of this that and a third and you don't have to write the whole you know dissertation just hmm today i've noticed dot 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 today i've noticed dot 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 what have you noticed about your body pay attention notice the changes that your body are is making outside of food or outside of yeah, outside of food. And what I mean by that, I don't. So again, this is entitled my relationship with food has drastically changed. So I am talking about food, but I'm not. I'm talking about the relationship. The relationship, the relationship, the relationship, right? With food, my relationship with movement. Let's talk about that. My relationship with movement have changed a lot a lot and it, 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 it's all about how you see things y'all it's all about being consistent more than not it's all about that mind-body connection bringing the two together will totally um help you be in sync it will totally you know help you to get to your next destination and you know it really will so yeah y'all hold on a minute we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back with more um about this and some consistency all right so let's talk about consistency and let's talk about um what what consistency is and how it matters and so another thing that i have um noticed about myself is consistency and how and movement consistency and movement it's not that i notice it's something that i made a conscious decision um, to do on July 17th, um, after, you know, being sedentary and not going outside, doing too much walking or movement, um, because you know, all of the shutdown stuff, it's just, it just was what it was. Right. And I, I just, we just, my wife and I, we just didn't go outside and whatever, but July 17th, we started to um, we just made a decision that we were going to walk one mile a day consistently for 30 days, consistently one mile. So what did we do? 
we got up. I have a, a, a Samsung wellness app from my phone and we um, set it for one mile. The app is really intuitive. It will talk to you when you get to your um, halfway point. So it's no guessing um, and what a half a mile is. So we walked our half mile. We had two trails that we walked um, right in our neighborhood. So we changed up the scenery, um, but kept it consistent in between those two parks. And um, it was amazing. We completed our um, 30 miles on August 22nd um, and it felt fucking amazing to have walked 30 miles on purpose, like right 30 miles on purpose. And what that did for me was amazing because some days y'all it was hot one day it was like 99 degrees here in Maryland and it felt like 109 degrees or some trash like that and I was like eh, sweating and carry on and on raining you know we you know wanted to get in and out get out and walk but it was raining and we were like whatever it's raining we're gonna get wet we gonna still walk and we did several times in the rain. And because I made a commitment to myself, it wasn't about anybody else because if my wife didn't go, I was still gonna go. I didn't rely on her. I didn't, I, I didn't let her be an excuse. 30 days. Now we both did it, but for 30 days, I, I, I was committed to myself. It was nice to have her around, right? It was nice for her to join me. We had a great time, but I'm here to tell you, if nobody else goes with you, make a commitment to yourself for yourself, about yourself, right? Make that commitment for you and you stick with that commitment no matter what. The reason that we chose one mile a day is because that, I, I personally felt like that was enough. I feel like as black women, we, you know, we want to do go from zero to 100 at the speed of light. Right. And then we do that thing real quick, real fast for, you know, a certain amount of time. And then you peter out because you burn out and it doesn't, doing things like that doesn't lend to consistency. It just lends its way of, okay, I'm doing this and then boom. So here's what I mean. So people start the keto journey, right? You start your keto journey and you are starting keto. You going, then you see people talk about intermittent fasting. You're going to do intermittent fasting. You're going to do OMAD. You're going to work out five times a week. You're going to do all of these things. And you haven't gotten consistent at one of those things. And so you get overwhelmed <laughs> and burnt out because 
your mind just can't handle all it, especially coming from doing nothing. Coming from doing nothing, and then you want to jump in and do, in the words of my grandmother, 50, 11 things. No, your mind is just going to shut down. Boop, 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 too much at one time, just like a computer. Y'all know if you keep hitting things in a computer trying to, you know, calculate things and catch up and process, it's going to shut down. It's just going to go bunkers. And then when it does, it starts wigging out. Your body is the same way. Your mind is the same way. It will take one command well. And if, it, if you're consistent with it first, right? And then it sticks. So when I'm coaching uh, my coaching clients, we, you know, a lot of people, when they come to me and coaching, they always think that we're going to talk about food when we first start our coaching sessions. And that's not what we talk about. We talk about the mindset because that's what you need. And so even if the clients that come to me that are um, already on their keto journey, we, I dial it all the way back to your mindset. I dial it all the way back because you have to have that mindset shift starting, beginning, right? You really have to figure out some things. And, you know, we we start out with what's your food story and trying to figure out what your food story is. And then we get to rewrite that. And then you can move on to the food because the food, y'all, is the least of your worries right being consistent with what you eat we can do that but it is the it is the mindset it is the the stories that we carry it is the limiting beliefs that we hold around food that cause us not to be consistent right and so if you do not um Shift those, those 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 limiting beliefs and create new beliefs around food and what you can do. Um, then your it won't be sustainable. You won't stick with it. You won't be consistent with it. And there's so many different ways that you you can do these things. I do a lot with affirmations and, you know, I, I, I help people to rewrite their food stories and things like that. But in order for consistency to be key, you have to have that mindset. So in movement, if you tell yourself that you can't do that. Oh, I can't walk a mile. I can't do this. I can't do that. You won't. You are absolutely correct. You will not. But if you can, if you tell yourself, oh, I can do a mile. Now, I'm not telling everybody to go walk a mile. I'm telling you to do something, pick one thing in this journey and be consistent with it for 30 days. Now, I know people say you build a new habit in 21 days. Now, in other parts of the 
world, they people think that 100 days of will build a habit because 21 days really isn't a lot. So I don't know where that came from, but it, it, it doesn't take, it takes more than 21 days to build a habit. It really does because that's just not a lot of consistencies. That's three weeks. <laughs> that's three weeks. Take longer for the, for it to take hold and, and stick, right? So I'm asking you to find something. If you want to do movement and you can't walk a mile or you don't believe because you can, but you don't believe that you can walk a mile, you can do a half a mile. And if, 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 if you can't do a, if you feel like you can't do a half a mile, do a quarter of a mile. You can set your, find an app, um, that, that will, you know, tell you when you reach your halfway point. Like, like I said, I use Samsung wellness, but you can definitely do it. Don't do over that amount. We didn't do over our mile. Some days we felt like it. Now, some days I was like, Ooh, honey, hurry up and get me back to that car so I can get on in there and sit down because it's hot and I'm tired. But the mile became um, easier. Now, like I said, we have two, two, two trails that we walk. One has a lot of incline and up and down terrain, and one has a bit of a flatter um, surface, some incline and, um, you know, downhill, but you know, it, it, it's not as. So I wanted that variation. I wanted to be able to have two different terrains so my body wouldn't get used to one way and one thing. So I'm, I'm challenging myself there, but not pushing myself to a point where I'm overdoing it. And then the next day I don't want to do it. So be consistent in one thing, find something to be consistent. You may say, I need to um, really get my cooking down. Right. And we're going to talk about that too. Um, during another, um, episode about how your food and if your, your body is built in your kitchen, contrary to what people have told you, those people at the gym told you, you need to work out. No, man, you want to burn fat It's nutrition. If you get the proper nutrition in your body, then you're good. So, but say like you want to get your um, nutrition, Wendy, I'm going to do 30 days of keto cooking, 30 days of keto eating. Now let's, here's what I want. Here's what I want. Keto cooking, keto eating, two different things. I'm going to eat keto. I'm going to cook for myself, cook for myself. Now you can cook once a week, twice a week, whatever that is and you know meal prep or what have you but cook for yourself get that together not eating out keto 30 days of home cooked meals that's something that i think um will help you to actually learn what keto things you like in you know what keto things you um find that you can prepare with grace and ease and you can learn what things keto eating is um if you need recipes you can definitely join the keto cookbook of the month club 
and you'll find different types of recipes. I'm excited that we are 11 months into the Keto Cookbook of the Month Club. Yay! So there's that. So there are tools for you if you um, are wanting consistency. You really have to be diligent and with consistency, right? And you have to commit to yourself. You are worth it, sis. You are worth the effort of 30 days of consistency and one thing this time. And then you can give yourself a break and do another 30 days of being consistent with something else. And then take a rest and give yourself another 30 days. You don't have to start at the first. You don't have to wait to the first of the month for 30 days. 30 days, you can look like I said, we started July 17th and ended on July 22nd. And I'm still in my one mile a day, right? I wouldn't take that. We are up to 56 days, 56, 57 days um 56 57 miles um I took two days off once we finished and then I something was going on with my ankle I took another two days off so but what I know is my body likes the movement and so I'm going to finish this out until I walk 100 miles and then we'll see where we go after that I haven't increased it. It's still one mile a day. I am okay with that. I'm not, I'm not the one that have to do, you know, over the top. I just believe if you're consistent, you will chip away with, you know, from that. You, you'll chip away at what you want to do. I don't need it all at one time. You know, I don't need it all at one time, right? I want my, I want this to be sustainable. I want this to be a way of life for me and it is and it has become I look forward to my one mile walk every day so consistency is key stay consistent be consistent you're worth it you are worth the effort you are worth the time you are worth the energy you're worth it and if you don't hear anything else from this podcast episode, please hear me and hear me now, queen. You are worth it. You are worthy. You are enough. You are a gem. You deserve health and well-being, right? And not for anything else, not for money, not for anything else, just because, simply because you deserve it. Simply because, simply because, be consistent, simply because you deserve it.
right, all right, we have come to um, the closing of another episode of Black Girls Keto 2 Podcast. And again, I am your host, Wendy Featherston, and um, wow, we've learned about consistency we've learned about making some changes and we talked about how my relationship with food has drastically changed and everything in between right got a few affirmations in there and I am excited that I can share with you in this way I thank you all for listening and tuning in and reaching out, um, letting me know how much this podcast is changing your life, how inspired you feel and how encouraging you feel from listening. I am appreciative for that and I thank you for listening. If you would like to send um, emails, and I really want to hear from y'all during for this episode, um, for real. So you can reach out to me on Instagram. We are blackgirls underscore keto two. You can reach out at on Facebook. We are blackgirls keto two t o o. I will actually put the links in this um in the description and you can send me an email at wendy at creativelywendy.com i want to hear from you and you know what you have noticed about your weight releasing journey so we have some amazing things coming up i am releasing my first book on Amazon um, in the next couple of weeks and it will be accompanied with um, some amazing things. So it is, um, I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's a book. It's a book. It's a book. It's a book with some another great accompaniment to that that is going to be life altering life shifting life changing oh my god i have had such an amazing time creating this partnering with people to bring you things and tools tools that you can use tools for sustainability tools for removing um limiting belief tools for implanting Um, beliefs that you want to have now to crafting your story and making your journey be what you want it to be and not what others tell you it should be so I want y'all to stay tuned and um it really 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 stay tuned and um if you would like to um join the waiting list for the release of the book please send me an email and i will um yeah i'll I'll put you on the email list so you'll know when to go get the book um 
and we have some other things our next episode y'all is going to be amazing and um i am committed to myself first um with with totally removing limiting beliefs around carrying um unwanted weight and i want to share all of those things with you um and and give you tools you know you know people who have tool belts or boxes or have ever seen one uh, a good contractor or craftsman or craftswoman has lots of tools like i'm an artist so i paint and i have lots of tools i have brushes i have sponges i my fingers i have um bubble wrap i use different tools to create different aspects of a painting right in mixed media and different types of paint there's different mediums oh my god there's different substrates that you can work with it's so so you you need more than one tool in your arsenal and i i'm 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 here for it i'm here to provide you with with different tools um that you can use to um not only to help you release the weight but to have it be sustainable not just for now but forever right and i appreciate you all listening and I'm looking forward to um, ending 2020 in the best shape of my entire life. And I am looking forward to ending 2020 um, in the best mindset of my entire life, right? I'm looking forward to ending 2020 um in the the living my best life you're really going to like the book you're really going to like the accompaniment you're really going to love it you're going to love it you're going to love it i'm telling you you're going to love this book it's going to be life changing the book is going to be life altering you're going to love it you're going to love it the accompaniment with it. Those two tools together, you're going to love. So stay tuned for more details. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, until next time, have a great day, week, night, evening, weekend. Whenever you are listening to this podcast, whenever it finds you, whatever you are, have and do and be on purpose.